Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Can I tell you guys about the blind guy yet? I feel like I started to record that episode yesterday and then never finished it. I don't remember. I've been having a... I don't know if it's just everything that's going on right now. My head's very full. But I've had, like, cognitive, like, uh, memory issues. I don't know what it is. Um details of like the net the day before are like fuzzy you know days are starting to like kind of blend together a little bit um like last night i forgot to put the chickens away like dude i woke up at 1 a.m i'm like oh shit <laughs> luckily jeremiah my little brother he came home and saw that the light in the coop was still on and he put them away but it was like 11 or 12 probably um i felt bad man i'm lucky we're lucky nothing got them door wide open with a big ass heat lamp just illuminating these birds <laughs> probably looked like an advertisement for rotisserie chicken in there but dude we were so lucky that a, just a, a just a raccoon or a one of those uh, fisher cats or a cat or something didn't just go wandering by last night through the woods because it's all lit up like free chicken Come get some. <laughs> so I forgot to put the chickens in and uh, forgot. I can't remember if I talked about the blind guy. So I don't know. It's either it's either like, you know, stress or it's a tumor. I don't, we'll, we'll figure it out. Or maybe my maybe my cheese is finally starting to slip off my cracker. So keep an eye on me if I start repeating myself a lot. All right. Uh <laughs> let me know. <laughs> let me know, right? If, if this, and some of you have been listening long enough to know if I start to change. You gotta let me know. And if I if if I really start to slip, uh, I need you to uh, take me out back like old Yeller and just put one right through the eyes. Okay. I, the last thing I would ever want is to be like you know Alzheimer's, dementia patient, not knowing what's going on, forgetting your love. I don't think it's. I'm, joking right now obviously i don't think that i have a, a serious illness i just uh life is very full right now life is very 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 full um in mostly great ways yeah but there are just annoying things going on right now that need attended to unfortunately dude if i, I was saying to my wife the other day i'm like it's so funny how um things can be so freaking awesome and then there's just that one thorn you know what I'm saying? In the side where it's like, ah, I got to deal with this. It's like Paul talked about it. You know, he asked God several times to remove this thorn from his side. And nobody really knows exactly what it was. Maybe a sin he was struggling with or something. But uh, God wouldn't take it from him to keep him humble. So I think like, man, God's keeping me humble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God's just keeping me humble. Because, dude, business is great. I've got an amazing baby. We got the best baby on earth. Ada is literally a perfect child. Holding her in my arms this morning. Everything about it is great. Feeding her is great. The poopy diapers are great. It's just orange splattered all over the inside of the diaper. It's great. You gotta wipe her little butt cheeks off. It's great. You know what I'm saying? Being a dad is amazing. I love every aspect of it. Like I said, from the feeding to the pooping to just holding her, to taking her outside for walks. Just, dude, it's the best. I read a, I read a chapter of Proverbs to her today while I was feeding her bottle. You know, I got great animals. I got two new ducklings. I got five amazing chickens that lay eggs for me religiously every single day. I've got a great 
marriage, an awesome, awesome marriage, marriage 50 times better than it was two years ago. Uh, we just gets we just seem to keep getting better. We just keep getting better. You know, I've got great people around me, super loyal, great people. I've had an outpouring of support recently from so many of you. We've had a lot of donors. By the way, patron, P-A-T-R-O-N, like Patron, <laughs> patron.podbean.com slash Obsidian Achievement. You know, if this has made any kind of impact on you, I would love uh, someday to have a studio and guests, like, like big-time guests. Um, so, you know, the more... That I, I, I match every contribution. So it's not like I'm just having you guys do it. I think we got like... I think we got like over 5Gs in there now. Something like that. Not bad. I mean, enough to start doing something here soon. So I appreciate you guys. But yeah. Got a great support system around me, man. And I just think about all the really good things. And there's just that one thorn in the side. You know, that's just a situation that needs dealt with. You know? Just to, and, you know, I'm beefing with uh, a couple government agencies too. You know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> dude, that's true. Uh, nothing serious. I'm, I'm not going to jail or anything like that um, yet. Not till they make speech illegal. Then they'll try dragging me off. You know, but over my cold, bro. If I don't think if it were between five years in prison or ending my life, I think I'd choose to end my life. I, I couldn't. I could not survive. No, I could survive. I, dude, I would take the whole prison over. I, I would start the biggest prison riot in the history of mankind. I would run that prison like a business. I just That's how it was. When I went to the hospital for three days, the Sticky Stock Club, I was king of the crazies. <laughs> was running the whole deal in there, running the show. Uh, I have no doubt I'd survive. It's, I, I could not be cooped up. Like even now, like I get... I get real weird if I'm in the house too long. I gotta be out, outside, on the earth, making a fire, throwing knives at a tree. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't even remember where I was going with all this. I have a tendency to do that now. I guess. Uh oh, there's the cheese slipping again. One of those rambling old men. It's like, Grandpa, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I also think I might have missed my turn. No, 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 no. We didn't get there yet. Okay, no, we're good. Um, but yeah, it's just that one thorn in the side, man. And it, you know, it's interesting that you can let these thorns. So everybody's got a thorn in the side. Everybody that you know, it's like everything's going great except this one thing. You know what I mean? Like if your marriage and your kids are awesome, your job sucks. Or if your job's awesome, you're fighting with your wife. You know, there's always there's always that one. There's always going to be that one thing. That's just life. I can't I can't remember the last time life was just like completely peaceful. Can you, other than like maybe high school, you know, and then, then, you know, you look back at high school and the problems that you thought you had then were major, you know, and then you fast forward to now and it's like, dude, I would kill to have high school problems. I think about that a lot. I'm like, dude, I wish I could go back to college for like a year. You know, I really blew my college experience. I really did. If I knew the things were going to turn out the way that they did, I would have had way more fun. I didn't really, I was so antisocial. I'm not kidding. I was extremely antisocial uh, my freshman and sophomore years. I ate lunch and dinner by myself. I did not have a. I was not. I was not in a good place mentally. Um, 
I just had no purpose. You know what I mean? I'm just going to class. I don't know why I'm here. You know, it's just, um, I had a really bad time freshman, sophomore year. And then what, what made things better was getting into rugby. My junior year, uh, when the, this kid named Jim, who I still talk to, Jim Dieterly was his name, he got me in a rug, finally convinced me after seeing me in the gym. I was in the gym every day, much like I am now. That's always been a constant. And uh, he got me into rugby, and I, dude, we, we killed it. We cried such a blast. with our, I miss the rugby guys. But, uh, yeah, my freshman and sophomore year, dude, I was extremely antisocial. I stayed in my room most of the time. I did not go out. Um, you know, I, I had like one or two good friends, my buddy Adam and one other kid and a couple that uh, my friend Kathleen and Paige at the time and Rachel Raquelita that I hung out with. But dude, I didn't go out a lot. And, uh, I don't know what the point of this is going down memory <laughs> with you guys today. I told Steph told me she needed more episodes. So here we are. Here's your episode, Steph. Just be rambling. But yeah, the thorn in the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always going to be something going on to keep you humble. You know, and, and that's the thing is perspective is so important because that's all it is. It's just a thorn. It ain't going to kill you. It's just annoying. It's annoying. And it doesn't even hurt all the time. It's just like when you lay on it a certain way. You know what I'm saying? You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, maybe for you it's a heartache in a certain area of your life. Maybe it's, you know, you're not doing so well financially right now. But other, you know... If everything's wrong, you got to look at making a serious change. You know, that's a big thing I'll hear from people. Well, dude, it's not just a thorn in my side. It's 50. Everything's wrong. Well, if I want to ask you a question without you getting offended. If everything in your life is wrong, whose fault do you think that is? Is it, is it your dad? <laughs> is it Uncle Sam? What? Whose fault is it? Because I can tell you. It's not your dad, it's not the government, it's not your wife, it's not your job. If everything in your life is wrong, it's you. Either your perspective sucks and it's not that bad, or if it is that bad, you've made some major mistakes. Major, which is, hey, you're, we, we get this ultimatum, we get these ultimatums in our head. We get these, like, we have a tendency as humans to just make definite statements like my life sucks I'm 30 or 40 or 50 there's no changing There's no, we make these crazy I've heard people say it so often well there's no changing blah, blah, this is just how I am you could pick up your life right now and by your life I mean you, your ass right now <laughs> and go to Mumbai and I could guarantee everything about your life including your personality would change in a matter of 6 months Easily. I'm not telling you to run from your problems. That's not the point. The point is, is that they're not as permanent as you think they are. They're not as permanent as you... And, and all it takes is one diagnosis, one accident, one major life event to change your entire perspective. And that's the unfortunate thing is that for most people, that's what it takes. Is It takes tragedy to get you to change. Your whole life is screaming at you to change and you're not listening. Everything. If you don't listen to the whispers, you're going to have to listen to the screams. Let's put it that way. So if you don't listen to the indicators in your life right now that are making you slightly uncomfortable, the <laughs> there's a big world of pain and discomfort coming your way if you continue to ignore those signals. 
anxiety and depression and all of this. People are like, well, it's a chemical imbalance. I 100% agree. But you can chemically rebalance your brain. As somebody that has been diagnosed with three or four disorders, officially clinically diagnosed, I don't have any issues now. None. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not batting a thousand from my mentality every single day. I have days where I'm anxious. I have days where I'm depressed. I have days the past. I'm, I'm not going to lie, dude. I go through seasons. I cycle. That's why they, you know, bipolar at one point. I, I cycle a little bit. I'll have three months where I'm just hot. Every single day, I'm smacking a home run. And then I'll have about a month to five weeks where it's like I'm dragging myself through everything. And that's, I'm in that season, right? I can feel myself coming out of it. With the weather changing, summer coming, that's why I'm so eager for summer. Summer, I always get lit up in the summer, ready to go, ready to rock. I noticed October's tough for me for some reason. I don't know what happened when I was a kid. <laughs> October is really tough. I just, I notice I'm becoming more aware of these cycles. I notice March is tough. March is very tough. When I like, I, it's very, it's like when I go back through time hop or old pictures and videos, I can see, I can see where the dark spots were. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I started wearing guy liner at one point. That's, <laughs> you know, I was not in a good place, man. You know, I start to realize I go through cycles, and that just means that when I'm going through one of the down cycles, I just got to turn it on. But you can chemically rebalance your brain. I'm not laying in bed all day. I'm not laying there depressed. I'm not going out when I feel good and manically buying 17 guns and driving 150 miles an hour down the down the highway with a bottle of Jack Daniels. You know what I'm saying? You can correct things in your life, but it's a it's a hard work. Well, I don't, I'm just not feeling it recently. Oh, just not feeling myself. Well, go figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's dunk your head in some cold-ass water and go to the gym. All right? Well, it's not that easy. Yes, it is. You want it to be more complicated so that you can convolute it so that you don't have to do anything. That's the thing. You see these kids now? They, they proudly wear their mental health diagnoses like badges you see it on tiktok you see it on instagram they'll put it in their bios whoa this lady almost rear-ended me slow down there kathy yeah how do you like that that maserati exhaust in your face you ford explorer driving anyways so the uh <laughs> these kids will wear their these bpd or, you know, uh, borderline or anxiety, depression. And then they've got the pronoun, Zzer. You know, it's like, oh, what a surprise. You know what I'm saying? You see that transgender uh, flight attendant killed herself? You know how many of these, it's like a 43% chance that these people are going to commit suicide. And I think the world is more accepting of them now than ever. And they're still killing themselves. You know, there's this guy made a really good point. You know, some, some trans kid was like, well, don't you think we're all killing ourselves because it's societal, blah, 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 blah. I think we live in probably one of the more accepting times to live in at all. You could go shit in a litter box at your elementary school if you want. But uh, 
you know, she made the mistake of saying this to this black kid. He's like, are you telling me that black people have never been oppressed or marginalized or enslaved in this country? So why is the black suicide rate not astronomically high? Oh, that just <laughs> destroys. And then anytime I think of, dude, anytime, anytime I hear somebody oppressed, marginalized, being admitted, this is why we are the way we are, I look at Asians. Asians crush it. Dude, look at what they did to the Japanese. Pearl, after Pearl Harbor, look at what they did to Asian immigrants in the early, you know, 1900s. Like, just, just do some research as to what happened to Asian people in this country. And still happens. Still happens. What? You know, it's so funny, man. They stopped the whole stop Asian hate. That stopped trending when they realized that it was black people beating the shit out of Asians. As soon as that came out, as soon as people started to realize, like, huh, seems uh, seems a lot of these people that are beating shit out of elderly Asian people are black. The whole thing got shut down. No more stop Asian hate. Swept under the rug. It's, uh, somebody's got to say this stuff. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to say, oh, it's racist. I'm not being racist. It's a fact. It's an observation. It's nothing racist about it. Black people are beating the shit out of elderly Asian people on the reg. There's some lady, I think it was out in California, some black dude, she's at an ATM, picks her up and slams her on her back. She's paralyzed from the waist down now for the rest of her life. Won't ever be able to take, go to the bathroom on her own ever again. Can't walk, can't play with her kids because she got power bombed <laughs> while getting money out of an ATM. Like, what's going on, man? Why are Asians so great at everything? They're better than white people. They're great. You know why? Because they value their traditional family, hard work, school, education. We gotta all be more like Asians. Dude, if the whole there and they commit the least amount of crime. Like, we got to start talking about Asians more. Asians killing the game. I kind of look Asian when I smile. I might start taking advantage of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just don't powerbomb me at an ATM. <laughs> you know? But, like, seriously, dude, we got to start looking at the Asians. What are they up to, man? Why are they just crushing it? It's, it's food for thought. Food for thought. All right. Well, there's your second episode for today. I love you guys. Let's get it.